0: Hey guys, what's up? It's Brittany here with Midwest Performance and today we are talking to Sam. About the charity, Rahab's Daughters. We're Midwest Performance. We're on a mission to empower women around the world to take action and work hard to make a physical impact in their lives. In this very saturated fitness industry, there's tons of competition, but the opportunities are incredible. We'll cover the most common challenges in the fitness world and invite guests to the show that have learned to overcome them and share their strategies with you. This is the Coffee with MP Show. Hey guys, what's up? It's Brittany. Like I said, we're talking today with Sam from Rahab's Daughters. Um, Welcome to the show, Sam. We're so so excited to have you. I'm so so
1: happy to be here. It's
0: great to have you. So I want to talk a little bit about how you got here. So in the month of November, we did what we called the Check-In for Charity. And what we did is we did an application process and we allowed our women to kind of apply for the charity that they thought we should um, give to in the month. And so we got tons of applications, and a lot of them were great, but this one really stood out to us. And one of the reasons that it stood out to us is because we are a fitness studio for women, and we really wanted to work with a charity that was really focused and geared towards women and the empowerment of them in life because that's really what we stand for here is – having being a woman that's empowered to change your life for the better and i think that's really kind of what rahab's daughters is Mm -hmm. so the check-in for charity went so amazing we had over 500 check-ins to Midwest Performance for Rahab's Daughters in the month of November. We gave 50 cents per check-in. We ended up raising $250 for you guys. And it was such an honor. Thank Thank you so so much. much. And it was such an honor to be able to do that. Um, So what I want you to do, Sam, is I want you to tell our viewers a little bit about Rahab's Daughters and what you
1: do for the charity and the organization. Sure. So Um, I'm one of the founders of Rahab's Daughters, um, and I'm a survivor of human trafficking, so Mm -hmm. it's very personal to me. Mm -hmm. We started um, as a 501c3 about four years ago because there was a real shortage of Mm -hmm. housing and treatment plans Mm -hmm. for women who'd been trafficked, Mm -hmm. and we were realizing that the problem out here in the suburbs is much bigger than people think. Wow, okay. And so what we were finding was that we there were no other charities in illinois that would keep women and their kids together. Oh, okay. so if um, you were trafficked, you would have to give your kids up to get mm. treatment, right? Wow, and okay. so we said we don't believe in yeah. this. it doesn't empower women and frankly, i wouldn't give up my kids right. to get treatment. so mm-hmm. then you're stuck in a very mm-hmm. nasty cycle. so right. We decided to, you know, do something about mm-hmm. that, and then we also realized that there was a lot of minors at risk, okay. and so we do a lot of prevention activity because mm-hmm. prevention's a lot yeah. better than cure for mm-hmm. sure, right? Yeah, for so, sure. Um, that's sort of um, so we have about 120 girls in our books right now. We have wow. safe houses here in the northwest suburbs mm-hmm. um in indiana and we're just opening in atlanta wow that's um, awesome! and we do a lot of work um around the super bowls okay so we take a team to super bowl every year mm-hmm. and we rescue so this year at super bowl in minneapolis mm-hmm. uh, we actually had 43 rescues wow
0: mm-hmm.
1: now that's really intriguing so is that a place that trafficking happens a lot like during the Super Bowl? So I personally was trafficked at Super Bowl that's really? why it's really important to me. Okay. Um, that this idea that boys will be boys which I just find yeah. ridiculous because mm-hmm. we're essentially saying that they don't have the brains to make a choice. Right. Doesn't that make them weaker not stronger? Yeah. I don't know to any men who want to be thought of right. that way. So right. That I'm confused sense. about right. boys will be boys thing <laughs> right. but I'm going to put that to a right. for a minute. Um, what we find at Super, not just Super Bowl, mm-hmm. but uh, big sporting events in general, mm-hmm. is that there's an uptick. On average, wow. it's 15% higher in that city wow. when there is a sporting event okay. going on. Okay. Super Bowl is particularly higher because they're, you're bringing in such a large number mm-hmm. of people, but it's true for the Olympics, it's true for any sort of large okay. sporting event, Okay. Right? And so... Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and that's why I thought it was really cool that a gym would want to yeah. do something like this mm-hmm. because it's like you know, there's so much interconnectivity yeah. between how this is done, and mm-hmm. so um, we rescue and then we rehabilitate, mm-hmm. um, and so you know, we have we we're really big on education, mm-hmm. we're really big on looking at the person holistically, that's so awesome. mind body, you know, mm-hmm. soul sort of thing, and figuring out ways. So you know, a lot of our women. Um, They don't get to choose what they wear or what they eat Mm -hmm. or how they, when they sleep or where they sleep Mm -hmm. or other things like that. And so what we try to do is teach them to feel empowered. So Mm -hmm. one of the first things we do is we have um, like a place that they can go and choose their own wardrobe. Wow. So for many of them, it's the first time. Yeah, and that can be an amazing experience. Exactly. Somebody like that. Exactly. That's awesome. Um, And we teach them like good meal planning Mm -hmm. and how to like... Feed their family mm-hmm. on a healthy meal plan right. on a budget, mm-hmm. right, obviously. Mm-hmm. Yep. Um, and cooking skills mm-hmm. and things like So just basic, just basic life stuff. skills. Yeah. yeah. Um, we give them so we're a faith-based organization Mm -hmm. so there's a faith-based um aspect to the way that we um do our treatment plans and stuff like that and we believe in trauma-informed care so Mm -hmm. yeah there's just a lot of different moving parts that's really
0: cool i think that to know that there's an organization like that out there that really does empower women to um kind of start over and gives them the opportunity to really have a really awesome life um is so amazing, and I think you guys are teaching them so many things that we take for granted. You know, it's the little things that we take for granted in life that there are so many women out there that are living without, exactly. um, in a situation that they feel like they can't get out of. So it's so great to know that there is a place that. They can go or people they can reach out to to get out of those terrible situations and to really move forward in their life no matter what their age is no matter what they look like no matter their demographic their race their color it doesn't matter they have help and i think that's so awesome and i think that's why you guys pair so well with us is because we feel like it's the same way here like people who are in a weight loss journey or who've really struggled with the highs and lows of that kind of a journey throughout their whole life, whether it's been eating disorders or food addictions or, you know, the rat races of fad diets, they get to come here and really kind of start over again and really get the pieces of things that they need to really live a healthy lifestyle, mm-hmm. mind, body, and soul mm-hmm. essentially. So I think that that's why we pair so well together Absolutely. is that there is an empowerment sense. So I want to talk a little bit about, um, this community, this area, is there, you said that there is quite a bit of activity here in this, even in the Schaumburg area. Absolutely. Um, ha, does it grow
1: year over year? Do you feel like unfortunately it has been mm-hmm. um illinois is number five on the list of worst wow. cities for human trafficking that's so crazy. chicago's yeah number five worst city hmm. in the united states for human trafficking okay um and i heard we might make number three next year wow. not that that's a positive thing no um, not at all so um it's a pretty challenging situation yeah. In Illinois, the average age of entry into trafficking is 12 for a girl and 11 for a boy. God, that's so young. That's like a baby. And that's the challenge because in this area, we, you know, we live in the northwest suburbs Mm -hmm. and there's a lot of two parent working families Mm -hmm. and a lot of folks who have a lot going on in their lives Mm -hmm. and they don't necessarily notice we've had a lot of transplants who are mm-hmm. moved around for their jobs and, mm-hmm. or their parents jobs and mm-hmm. stuff like that and they're not um, connected to the community and that's mm-hmm. why it's so great that you have a community mm-hmm. here that people can connect to mm-hmm. because they can find some place right. to have mm-hmm. support yeah. but a lot of people when they don't have that support mm-hmm. system it's very easy for them to fall prey mm-hmm. and people so we have two main demographics in this area the kids mm-hmm. and then moms going through divorce Wow. So really? moms going through divorce are very vulnerable because a lot of times their um, spouses have cut them off mm-hmm. um, financially. Yep. And they have a lifestyle that their kids are used to mm-hmm. and they're not sure how to deal with that. And mm-hmm. so they're offered, you know, um, naked maid cleaning services or different mm-hmm. things like that or, you know, um, right. clean your house and your underwear online and people will watch you and mm-hmm. subscribe to your channel kind mm-hmm. of thing. And they start there because it seems harmless, mm-hmm. right? And, they're not, and it just gets worse. And it there. just gets worse. Mm-hmm. And then they end up blackmailed and they end up in uh, doing things that they didn't think that they would do. And right. they're in a mess way over their heads. Mm-hmm. Um, That's
0: terrible. You know, I think that I'm so glad that we're talking about this because I think this is an, an issue that gets kind of swept under the rug sometimes because... It's a tough topic to talk about yes. and it can be an uncomfortable topic to talk about, but I feel like it's an important topic to talk about because that I would have I would have never guessed that that's where it started ever. I would have never guessed that. And it's so sad it makes it breaks my heart to know that there are women out there who feel like that's the only thing that they can do to sustain their lifestyle you know that they feel so defeated and so just down that the only thing that they have to do left is to sell themselves or put themselves in situations like that that are just not good so I think that I'm so glad that we're doing this, and I, we're definitely going to be sharing this a lot because just to know that outside of our doors this is going on to not only adults but children mm-hmm. is just scary.
1: Exactly. Um,
0: so I want to talk a little bit about um, maybe if you probably get this a lot, but you, would you be willing to share your story with us? Sure, If you could just share. Absolutely. I think that would bring a little bit of light to how this can happen to an ordinary person. So if you want to share that, that would be awesome.
1: I mean, I was a teenager, um, and I was having a typical existential teenage crisis. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, I grew up in a middle-class home, Mm -hmm. you know, um, two working parents, Mm -hmm. great parents, but, you know, every home has its own challenges, Mm -hmm. and I decided that the only thing left for me to do was to leave Mm -hmm. Um, and so I did Mm -hmm. and I was your typical human trafficking statistic Mm -hmm. within 48 hours of leaving my home Mm -hmm. I had already been trafficked really and for me it I went to a shelter Mm -hmm. and the shelter gave me some job options and one Mm -hmm. of the women said hey you know I I have an idea for you there's this Mm -hmm. nightclub and Mm -hmm. it if you would like to you know go i'm sure mm-hmm. they'll give you a job mm-hmm. and so i went and sure enough they hired me on the spot mm-hmm. probably should have been my first clue but right. uh, mm-hmm. you know and so that night i started working at the door mm-hmm. taking cover charges okay. right so i mm-hmm. had never seen past the reception right mm-hmm. right um because why would i right you're at the door <laughs> i at right. the door mm-hmm. yeah um so then, at the end of the night, they say to me, uh, "Well, there's something wrong with the take. Would you come upstairs so we can figure it out?" Mm-hmm. Go upstairs, and all too late, figure out that this is in fact not a nightclub. Mm-hmm. Right? But then it's too late. I'm stuck here. Mm-hmm. I'm trapped. Mm-hmm. And for me, it was threatening to hurt my family. Mm-hmm. Right? And mm-hmm. and I didn't even think I could go home anyway. Right? So because I so already left. And on top of that I felt like well we can't have them hurt either Mm -hmm, right you know what I mean Mm -hmm. so you know and this is typical of the coercion Mm -hmm. when you're talking about a teenage girl she doesn't have good rational sense right right (laughs) Right. and so it's very easy for them to become Mm -hmm. and and it was super easy for me Mm -hmm. um you know and I was stuck there for many months and Even when I finally got out of that Mm -hmm. one, I managed to let myself be trafficked three more times. Wow. The average number of times a woman will be trafficked after the first time Mm -hmm. is seven to 12 times before they make a change because they feel, and I felt, Mm -hmm. useless. Yeah. Yeah dirty, disgusting, impossible to make Mm -hmm. anything good out of. Mm -hmm. Um, And for me, I would wish to die all the time. Mm -hmm. So it would be like, you know, who cares what happens Mm -hmm. to me as long as my family's okay and, you know, I'm sort of... And it took a long time to Mm -hmm. process through that because Mm -hmm. the amount of PTSD and it's very complex, the trauma, trauma, Mm -hmm. right? And if you're raped that many times... Mm -hmm it just becomes, you know, mm-hmm. a difficult situation. People are like, well, I mean, you had a great family. You could have gone home. You could have... I didn't think that right. I could. Right. The
0: normal person would say that you could have gone home. In your own mind, all of these stories are playing out in your own head, and they're just, they're so real and so raw for you that you know? nobody else could ever understand, exactly. like, the things that are going on up here. Exactly. So it's always so easy for people to say, you could have, but you're like, no.
1: But no, and have. also you have a trafficker who tells you every day that the only reason you're alive is because they're allowing it Mm -hmm. and the only reason that you can do these things is if you do them for them Mm -hmm. and you just feel like okay that's that's it that's all I have Mm -hmm. and if you don't do it their way then Mm -hmm. they're beating you and you know basically degrading you Mm -hmm. and so and the things that you're asked to do are not necessarily something that you would normally do so then Mm -hmm. you have the guilt and shame Mm -hmm. of all these things so Mm -hmm. when you add guilt and shame you compound it Mm -hmm. um and then you add coercion and for yeah it's just too much it's too much yeah yeah. uh for your average teen to figure out and it's and if people are already in trauma so like a divorce or they've just moved somewhere Mm -hmm. or you know things that are big trauma activities in people's lives right you to say to them oh well you know you should have known better is great Mm -hmm. 20 years down the line Mm -hmm. not helpful now right right Right. and Mm so you know for me finding therapists with trauma-informed care Mm -hmm. capabilities was really important Mm -hmm. in my recovery Mm -hmm. um being able to empower myself by helping other people Mm -hmm. through this is huge too because organizations like mine didn't exist for me Mm -hmm. right i was blessed to have a church family to have Mm -hmm. you know um People in my life yeah. that could help me, mm-hmm. but not everybody has that. Right, right, and right. not everybody. You know, I had grandparents and people who genuinely loved me and mm-hmm. wanted to accept me yeah. as I was, and mm-hmm. even in those broken states. Mm-hmm. But not everybody has that. Right. right, right.
0: So I want to talk about um, how how you were able to get out of that, and then how you decided that you wanted to start a foundation that would help people like you.
1: Yeah. So, for me, a pretty much breaking point was um, I was so deeply involved, Mm -hmm. um, and then I had, like, tried to get out, and Mm -hmm. they beat me Mm. really badly, Mm -hmm. and I ended up telling my family that I'd been mugged, and, Mm -hmm. like, going back to, you know, um, my sort of hometown, Mm -hmm. and telling my church about that, Mm -hmm. and then they sort of hid me. And literally, I went to live with my uh, high school principal oh, wow. and just was really taken care of, mm-hmm. right? And given support mm-hmm. and, you know, thank God for my church mm-hmm. family and thank God for my principal and other mm-hmm. people who just came around me, That's awesome. right? So mm-hmm. that I could rebuild from scratch mm-hmm. and our pastor's wife who, like, counseled me. and mm-hmm. But it still took me, you know, over 10 years to mm-hmm. get to a place that I felt safe again, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. Um and I had a lot of guilt and shame to mm-hmm. work through. I had a lot of PTSD to work through mm-hmm. and anger, mm-hmm. right? Of course. Uh, I had to process through the forgiveness mm-hmm. stage of things and mm-hmm. and I thank God that I had God because I don't think mm-hmm. I could have forgiven myself if I didn't feel forgiven. Yes. That's amazing. So that mm-hmm. was huge. Um I worked on the back end of human trafficking for a long time. Okay. Behind the scenes um, you know, finding stuff online and mm-hmm. helping organizations mm-hmm. from behind. Yep. Um, and for me, at the time, it was enough. Okay. When well, we moved back to the states. Um, so we, we had been working on a project in 13 Spanish speaking countries to okay. stop child trafficking, okay. um, in Europe and sort of the, the funding was starting to dry up and okay. my daughter wanted to come back and mm-hmm. do high school here okay. in the U.S. She's mm-hmm. like, I want a real American high school experience Mom. <laughs> <Yep>. Okay. <laughs> and so we, we came back and we started to, um, volunteer at Willow Creek Community Church okay. and we were like, crap there's this huge gap mm-hmm. right so we can rescue them but then mm-hmm. what right um and so we decided that like gotta give me a vision a long mm-hmm. time ago to have a house and like have a way of helping girls mm-hmm. get an education because mm-hmm. i feel that Education is a thing that no one can take from you. Absolutely. You can rebuild every time, right? Mm -hmm. So, even if they're having the recidivism loops, Mm -hmm. if each time they come out, we get them one notch higher in their Mm -hmm. education. So, if they were 12 when it happened and they Mm -hmm. come to us the first time, we get them through the GD, Mm -hmm. and then maybe through a CNA or Mm -hmm. some other vocational training program, Mm -hmm. and then into college, and then through a college degree, and then, you know. That's awesome. That's then so great. we can, like, little by little help them to get to a point right. that they can be out mm-hmm. permanently, mm-hmm. right? So I always felt like this was a vision that mm-hmm. needed to be put into action. Of course. But I'm, I'm like, but God, I can't do this. Yeah. I don't know mm-hmm. how. Yep. Like, that's all yeah. I We don't have any money. Mm-hmm. How are we gonna do this? Yep.
0: Usually that's how the best visions start. <laughs> they always start like that. It's like I don't know how I'm gonna do this, right. but I know you want me to do this. Yeah. So I guess we're gonna just have to make it work. And
1: that's what we did. Mm-hmm. We just started small. And our first year, we said if we just save one girl. Mm-hmm. So literally, I got my small group together, and we're like, y'all, the board. Yep, <laughs> yep. We're
0: all gonna do this.
1: We're all gonna do yep. this. So they went. Okay, Sam. Mm -hmm, Okay, we're going to do it. How? How, but we're going to figure it out. We're going to figure it out. And we said the first year, if we get one girl, Mm -hmm. it'd be awesome, Mm -hmm. right? And so we got four the first year. So we were just like, oh, my God, I don't know how we're going to do this. Mm -hmm. So everyone's like, and it just grew exponentially. Wow. So this year, we've rescued over 200 women. That's so amazing. And we're like okay and but somehow god provides mm-hmm. you know of what i course. mean like yeah. we somehow like folks like you just yep. come out of the woodwork and yep. you know bring yeah. something forth mm-hmm. that that just helps and it's that mm-hmm. incremental help from everyone that's mm-hmm. just making it possible that's so awesome and it's it's huge because yeah. in this area we have such a demand mm-hmm. for a need for our services yes. that we're always busy mm-hmm. and that's the thing so you know yeah. And th- which amazing. is
0: good. It, it, it's good that you're constantly busy saving, saving women and giving them these opportunities. And I think um, for Marcia and I, as the owners of this gym, we're very faithful. Faithful as well. And we always believe in as long as we keep giving back, we will keep being blessed. And, Absolutely. and, and that's what we just try to do every single day that we're here is we just try to give back as much as we possibly can, whether it's to our women, to our community, to, to people like you, whatever we can do, because we always know that we'll be blessed as, as long as we just keep giving, no matter how much that is. So it's been, it's been so amazing to be able to do this. And I think that, um, I'm so glad we got you here to talk about this because like I said before, it's, it is a tough topic to talk about, it is. but it is so important and to know that you've saved over 200. How long have you guys been in as an organization? How long? So we
1: actually only became a 501 c 3 in 2015.
0: Wow. So, yeah. three, so years, three years. Three years. Three years you've been so able to save 200 year, women. That's, no, That
1: was just 2018. That was just that 2018. Was just 2018. Oh my God. Off the street just in 2018. Wow. It's, that's so I think, great. I had to count for a grant the other day and it's 412 total. Wow. It's gonna make you feel so years. amazing. So it's pretty crazy. You know, make me feel more amazing is if we had a higher um, rate of success mm-hmm. across because it's yeah. about twenty percent. Okay. And, you know, we'd love to see that mm-hmm. number right be higher. Mm-hmm. But I'm thankful that I feel like you know sometimes you're just supposed to be that seed for that yeah. day. Absolutely. Right? And sometimes mm-hmm. the harvest isn't for us. Exactly. We pray that you know we're sowing. Yeah. The whole well, time. you
0: definitely are. I definitely believe that even if you get them there for one time, even if they don't come back for another year, you know, yes. they're always going to come back yes. because they'll remember that thing that you did for them or that thing that you taught them or what you gave them or what, how you made them feel. Yeah. And in those moments of need, they're going to think of you.
1: Yeah. No, that actually, that's why I was late this morning because mm-hmm. literally somebody who we'd had mm-hmm. um, before, had called the hotline this morning and said mm-hmm. she'd been sleeping outside for three weeks and someone's mm-hmm. after her and mm-hmm. she needs help and and I'm like okay well we gotta we're go are coming yeah, yep, <laughs> we're, we're coming for you yep. but we'll meet you yeah. at this hospital and mm-hmm. you know and it happens a lot that mm-hmm. because exactly what you said like she remembered that mm-hmm. there was no judgment just mm-hmm. help just call you right yeah and you just and call. I, we've always told her just call mm-hmm. and I would say that to any mm-hmm. woman if you know anybody who you feel is in trouble, or if you are in trouble yourself, mm-hmm. just call. Mm-hmm. Like, even if we're not the organization that's mm-hmm. the right one to help you, right. maybe you're stuck in domestic violence, maybe mm-hmm. you've got other issues, yep. maybe you need something that isn't necessarily our ability to provide, mm-hmm. we have a great network yes. and we're a great resource. Mm-hmm. So call yeah. our hotline anyway. That was the next
0: thing I was going to ask you. <laughs> so if if you if somebody who's watching this, if there's a woman or somebody who's watching this, who is going through something, whether it's trafficking, domestic violence, um, depression, suicidal thoughts, where can they get a hold of you yep. so that they can, they can get the help? They
1: can call our 24-hour hotline on 1-833-4NEWDAY. Okay. Right? And we'll put
0: that on the yep. screen, too, so that's and, what's on there. And um,
1: we would be happy to help, Okay, right? Good. Um, it's, the phone is answered not necessarily by me, but by mm-hmm. somebody right. 24 hours mm-hmm. a day. Um, if you get our answering service, it's sent immediately to someone so mm-hmm. you'll get a call back right yeah. away mm-hmm. um and make sure that you know you know that we're here for you mm-hmm. whatever your needs mm-hmm. are we're totally yeah, here. there's
0: no judgment no nothing it's nothing. just yep you're,
1: and you're like there with I said, open arms if it's not trafficking and it's something else we have mm-hmm. resources exactly. and partners that we can help you, that you can to pass along with. too mm-hmm. that's awesome
0: is there anything else that you want to share with
1: our audience today sam um if you enjoy empowering women and teenage girls we would love to see more volunteers in the area we'd love to you know we need everything from people to put up flyers in the local coffee shops to Mm -hmm. you know if you're a therapist and want to provide hours i mean we have like the full gamut so if there's something that y'all want to do that'd be amazing um and you know we we Thank you so much yes, for what absolutely. you guys did checking in here. It's mm-hmm. huge.
0: Thank yeah. you. It's been such an honor to be able to do this for you guys over the last month and I hope that we can partner with you guys again in the future because like I said, our missions are so very similar in, in completely different arenas but in similarities of empowering women to just really be that strong person that they were born and, and bred to be and I think that I'm so glad that I got to sit down and talk with you today and I'm so glad that we got to do this because I really do believe that even if one person sees this podcasts and calls we will have done our job absolutely yeah absolutely that's how i feel
1: and it, it's happened so many times mm-hmm. like literally one time we were on wgn and my husband and i didn't even make it to the car before the call came in. that's so awesome so yes. sometimes, i'm hoping that just, that happens yeah. with us
0: too <laughs> we will definitely let you know yeah that's awesome yeah. well thank you so much sam for thank being you. on the show today thank it was such a pleasure having you thank you guys for tuning in we'll see you guys thank next week you. thank you so much Thanks for joining us today. If you like this episode, subscribe to our YouTube channel or find our podcast on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify, or wherever your favorite places to listen to podcasts might be. And if you really liked this episode, please leave a review for us on iTunes. Thanks, and we'll see you next week.